In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. Tonight, especially, I think. All opinions are our own unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. From 1972, this is album 76. Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. Now, guys, I realize this whole podcast, I've been making a terrible mistake. I got a text from Aaron before the first episode we ever did, and he said that he wanted us to do a wholesome podcast. A wholesome podcast? Yeah, like with wholesome humor. It's true. Yeah, that's been my goal the whole time. Yeah, I've been misread it, and I've been doing some holes humor this whole time, and that's on holes me, and humor. I feel bad about it. I, some holes humor, it's wholesome. Some holes humor, some holes like, humor. Like, but like Courtney Love, the band. Yes. <laughs> Make me over. Dun, 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 dun. I'm I thought you were talking about the, the film with Shia LaBeouf. I killed Kurt Cobain. Do 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 do. It was all me. Do 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 do. That was a cut. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Okay, and by the way, parody. That was parody, just for legal reasons. All right, let's get, let's go and turn on the radio. Aaron, making me say all these terrible things. Okay, wholesome. We're gonna do some wholesome humor. You know what I'm talking about? I'm here for it. Okay, those two wholesome. Hey, Rob, will you look at this hole? Does this look normal? <laughs> well, you know, I see that hole, but I can also see the hole that's above it. I'm gonna add those up. That's a wholesome right there. There we go. Think about that. All right, let's turn on. I'm gonna reach uh, into one of these holes and let's turn on K. Rob. What's up, everybody? What Welcome to K Rob. K R O B. Oh boy, have I got a story for all the doggies and kitties out there. Listen, the my buddy please. Aaron, he loves us at McDonald's, he loves his fish fillets, he loves to buy his son in the backseat milk and just milk. What did he get for, on the side with those fish fillets? Oh, the answer will not surprise you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Late at night, and Erin wants a bite. The only place he sees is a late night Mickey D's. Yeah. He's excited to pay for his fish fillet. Yes. But then he makes a decision that's wrong. Ow! Erin <laughs> skips the fries. <laughs> oh, he does a smaller super size. His kid says, Dad, can you tell me why? <laughs> why? I only got a milk and I'm gonna cry. Why, 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 yeah. I can't understand when I talk to Erin. This dude gets no fries. He just skips all the sides. He only gets fish fillets, not meal number eight. This decision is bad. Erin's kid hates his dad. Ow, skip the fries. Ow. Doesn't want a smaller super I don't think Chris Mayfield ever said ow, actually. Skip the dad. Can you tell me why? Why? Only got a milk and I'm gonna cry. Ah, 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 yeah. When you want to hear the greatest albums of all time. Can you see Aaron's son going into school but telling his friends about the amazing time he had at McDonald's where his dad got him a milk and told him to keep quiet? If you want to hear from yeah. guys who chat and then they get mad. We're going to go to McDonald's. Oh, Beck my gosh. I can't better. wait to see what my dad. I've heard about these Happy Meals and these toys I'm going to get. Okay, so I got a milk. Uh, okay, and my dad got a fish sandwich <laughs> with cheese on it with, oh, no fries whatsoever. A true psychopath. I'm going to say it again. When you order that order, a fish play with cheese and milk. Okay. 
there is some like lactose hotline that rings and said emergency. <laughs> this is a possible emergency. Okay, <laughs> look out. I mean, I, I agree. I think like if I had to do over again, I would get some fries. I think I, I agree with you. That would have been the, the right choice or mm-hmm. maybe two fishes fillet. Fish fillet. Fillets of fish. Fishes. fishes I was thinking fillet. fillets of fish. Yeah, They're you owned by the fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's fillets of fish, right? Yeah, that's, so yeah, that's it's, the Or is it fish fillet that's by it's his, <laughs> his fillet. He's giving it up to you. <laughs> Yeah, he gave his life for me to enjoy this sandwich. I also made an intro song for you, Aaron, that was clean and about your son. So you can now play it in the car. That's my new goal. Oh, I'm kind of yes. like Raffi. Yeah. Okay? If I, I'm like, if Raffi had gray balls, ooh, I got Back gray balls. For the, is for the children. <laughs> Raffi, Raffi probably does have gray balls. Yeah, Rob. from the windows <laughs> to the walls. I think Raffi, doesn't Raffi have a bad case of worm face? Isn't he dead? Is he dead? He's got worm face. What is he alive still? about? Worm face. That's when you die. I can't wait to hear how Aaron has to describe what Courtney Love did to Kurt Cobain. That's going to be a fantastic conversation in the car ride to school. Son, here's your whole milk, and here's what happened. 1992. Dad, did did she really kill Kurt Cobain? Oh, oh, no. (laughs) The state's going to sue us, too. (laughs) You know, the problem problem with this whole thing is is you brought up... Whole thing. To go back a couple episodes... I think we missed a top or a Canadian. What, what was the Canadian? Um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Not Mount Rushless. Mount Not, Rushmore. No. Mount Rushmore. What, who's the Canadian we missed? Raffi. Oh, oh, no. oh, he's right. He's Canadian. No, yeah, no, I true. bet. I bet by number of <laughs> albums over sold. Not doing that. <laughs> he's seventy-three. He's still alive. Oh, he's oh, born okay. born in Egypt. What? Yeah. What's American. the most famous Raffi song? Is it like "Put Your Head In," "Put Your Head Out," "Shake It All About"? Is that Raffi? Baby, Baby Beluga. Beluga. Yeah. Baby oh, Beluga. Yes. Hey, I know what we're, we're recording next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Put your baby Beluga in, put your baby Beluga out. Uh, is what no one's ever said to me. My Bloody Valentine, <laughs> if you had to listen to one again. I'd probably go with the Raffi. I like the ones where he sings in French, like Sur le Pont d'Avignon. I like when he does the French songs. He must be yeah, a good kid is like, my life sucks. <laughs> hey, hey, whatever your name is. Do you want some fun kids music? Okay, turn it on. We're still on the Chipmunks Christmas. I've not been able to get away from Chipmunks Christmas yet, even though it's well after Christmas. But today we listened to Pharaoh Sanders on the way home and he didn't complain. So that was good. Here's 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 my impression. Here's my impression of uh French Raffi. Ready? Yeah. Baby Beluga. Try this. That's me French Raffi. I'm that French, French Raffi. I'm French. So. French Raffi? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, Russell, I did forget to ask though. Yep. I know, because I know you're you've got a number of friends that really did enjoy my bloody Valentine. So just to keep the conversation mm-hmm. going, you've been vocally very vocal about your disdain for both uh, My Bloody Valentine and Radiohead. So yeah. if you had oh, to no, put no, no, no. I, I enjoyed My Bloody Valentine way more than Radiohead. They're, okay, I don't that's, even all I think wanted <laughs> that's all That's all I wanted to know. They're not okay. even in the same category, Matt. Really? Okay. Yeah. Why, why do you like My Bloody Valentine more than Radiohead? Is it the guitars? There's guitars in Radiohead. I think I, I I think it's more about I don't like the arrogant Radiohead fans. I don't I don't like the oh. fans who think they're better than everyone because they like a different kind of music. Yeah. I'm out on the people. Yeah. So hey, foot freaks out there, if you're listening right now, keep it hum- humble for Uncle Russ. Come on. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Keep it humble. Speaking for Uncle of Uncle Russ. Russ, let me introduce everybody. We've got Uncle Russ in Minnesota. Russ, how are you doing tonight? 
Rob, your wife's a doctor. Would you take a quick look at this? I've got a Jones running through my bone. (laughs) (laughs) I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Great, Rob. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thinking about Jones running through his bones. Uh, And I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron and I uh, went out to dinner earlier, and Aaron said this date is going to end up like Superfly. He said he Curtis Mayfield me up and then said something about being a pusher man, but I don't know what he's talking about. Aaron out in California, how are you doing? Curtis Mayfield. How did you ask me how I'm doing and then immediately start talking? You asked me how I'm doing and you still talked over me. What's my cue to come in? If you, can, you never stop talking, what am I supposed to talk? Okay, Aaron, I'm sorry. So what repeat that? Let's get a let's get a clean <laughs> listen of it. Just re- said, just start. You can't go ahead, do sorry. It. You can't no, go ahead. It. I will. You can't, will. He can't do it. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm really sorry. Please. I cede the floor to you. Feeling mean. Super clean. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's get into the voice of my hands. Here we go. They can't even tell what we're doing. Aaron saw that coming from so far away. He's like, no, I'm not going to fall for it. I just made him do it. All right. So the Lister voicemail this week is exactly what I thought it would be. I want everybody to look at this picture that was texted to us. Uh, on the Bex line, okay, the Bex line, uh, 802-277-BEC, 802-277-BEC. Now, I do want to remind everybody, this is a music podcast, okay? Mm. The last music Wait, what? text or voicemail really? that we have gotten is God Only Knows How Long Ago. It might have actually been about God Only Knows. I don't know. It was a long, long time ago. Instead, this is what we're getting now, and I just want everybody to look at this. Uh, so what somebody sent us is after we oh. were talking about the chipmunks, uh, <laughs> last week and what pervs they are. And especially of course, Dave, the owner who's having these three, uh, teenage tip chipmunks in their house, at least the, the turtles were in the sewer. I mean, in somebody's my, my understanding, house. Rob, my understanding, Rob, was that he puts peanuts in his belly button. So the chipmunks <laughs> eat them out of there. Was yeah. my understanding. And in editing that, I realized I was like foreskin. That's a funnier joke, but I didn't say it. So I can't, I can't go back and change time. Can't do that. Uh, but peanuts in the foreskin. The joke's right. Oh, no. Really. Oh, no. Uh, and I said it twice, so you can't bleep it out. Uh, but what this person sent us, okay, and this is a person who's actually sent us a number of pictures like this, is, uh, who is that? That's Alvin. And then who's in the middle there? Is that Simon, the green one? I think Simon's got the... He's the tall one with the glasses who's probably yeah. got a sexual fetish. Yeah. Uh, so that's <laughs> Simon on the right. And then in the middle is uh, Theodore. Uh, so, Aaron, this is a picture, if you can't tell, of the chipmunks absolutely railing three female chipmunks in front of them. And the female chipmunks do seem to be enjoying it. Uh, They are rearranging their guts. They are getting all the way up there. Uh, And so the question on the thing is, who's getting the best dick? Is it Brittany, Eleanor, or Jeanette? So (laughs) I I, I just want to thank... I just want to thank our foot freaks out there so much for sending in. uh, And it was the chipmunks uh, having sex with three people and then asking the question, who's getting the best dick. Uh, And it made me think about, have you guys ever heard about rule 34? No. What is rule 34? Does anybody know what rule 34 is? Is that the one about like, if there's a fetish, there's something on the internet for it. Like there's no end to. Yeah. If there's a character, if there's a character that exists, yeah. Rule 34 states that there is a picture of them having sex on the internet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't quite get so it. So like, yeah. <laughs> like if you if you were like, God, I wonder what it would look like to see the BFG just railing somebody, just going to town. <laughs> that big friendly giant <laughs> is going to town. Rule 34 states that we could find that. And there's and there's like, you know, deviant art sites 
that are uh, stay like that. Is there is there any was there ever a cartoon character when you were growing up that made you realize like, oh, this is a, a hot drawing and I'm attracted to it? What about Jessica Rabbit? Remember the Roger BB Rabbit movie? Russell, that's the number one. Yeah, yeah that's the number it's one. Be Jessica Rabbit, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It's All crazy day. how hot Jessica Rabbit was, right? It's insane. Yeah. Matt, how about you? Hot cartoon characters? And remember, Mr. T did have a cartoon series. Well, I'll go with Mr. T then. Yes. <laughs> muscular guy. So good. And there you uh, have it. So yeah. So uh what about what about what about Jane Jetson? She kind of had like the short little bob haircut, the little red hair, red hair. I'm, I might be a oh, Jane yeah. Jetson guy. That's and then good, she would serve him choice. the food and she would roll around on that metal wheel. Oh, that was so hot. What? What? Oh wait, I'm thinking about Rosie. That's their housekeeper. Sorry, that's my bad. Was there a oh, machine? The robot. Was the there robot. a hot Flintstone? There might have been, right? There must yeah. have been a hot Flintstone. Yeah, Barney. Who were the two? Who were the two wives? Uh, Betty, Betty and-, and Wilma. Oh yeah, and then there's. I mean, then like there's Shira from uh, He Man. She was Thundercats. She, yeah, Thundercats. Yeah. They had uh, sex in Thundercats. There was a lot of sex <laughs> stuff going on in Thundercats. It's true. I mean, it's, yeah. there's no doubt that like it, it affected us. I think big time watching. Chitara like, was. I think her name was Chitara she, in Thundercats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that show, I'm pretty sure, hasn't been on for about 35 years. Aaron just pulled out the name Chitara. I don't know. I don't know Chitara. He's just like looking at his download folder. Chitara JPEG. Chitara and Chipmunks dot AVI. It's just, it's that Ooh, I don't know what it's called. Like, yeah. So like, <laughs> He's moving his life-size Chitara pillow that he has behind him. Not yet. We're still going to talk about your Chitara pillow. We're not getting away from that. <laughs> Did this come from a Bex line or how'd we get on this? Uh, yeah, no, a Bex, the Bexers are now uh, just, Barry from just texting us pornographic pictures of the chipmunk. So that is oh. where the podcast is gone. <laughs> That's, we've, and we've, I, we've for done one, it. Could not be happier. This is exactly <laughs> what I wanted when I started, and I've been held back by my three co-hosts. And it's good to know that the governor is off, and we are free-balling it for the rest of the time. Listen, episode 67 to 500, they're just going to get dirtier and dirtier. Oh, yeah. Pretty soon we're going to play the conversations we have before the show starts. All right, <laughs> let's get into everybody's favorite part of the show. It's time for the official back. Uh, rolling, going. I was going to say it's, double it's, down it's, hour. It's, it's time. It's, it's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for rolling, going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt, rolling, going with, how's it going with you? <laughs> uh, good. Oh, a couple things. <laughs> Matt was not expected to be called. He's like, oh, no, what? I never get called. Never called first. Um, there's a couple put, things put, put I've put learned. Put my pants back on. <laughs> Chitara. Close window. Cancel download. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple Clear things I've screen. learned that can be, uh, it, you know, it's a slippery slope with how much you consume. One of those this weekend was uh, old fashions. It's a slippery slope. They Ooh. go down so so smooth. Yep. The other thing is hot sauce. I had I had some oh. I had some of this bourbon hot sauce yeah. on some chicken and rice tonight for dinner. And that's a slippery slope, my friend. And you can't really suck that back off, you know, once it's on there. Yeah. So, Matt, you don't strike me as a hot sauce guy. You're, I, I I was not a hot sauce guy until a couple of years ago. And now, I mean, hot sauce on eggs. Yep. Can't get Imagine nothing better. What about on, on, on feet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I just passed out. Oh, I'm seeing stars. <laughs> Oh, a hard I did not pass, see that Russell. coming. Hard pass. Yeah. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Matt, did you did you get to the lightheaded phase? Were you feeling like you had to lie down, or was it like no, were you sweating like, profusely? I was sweating profusely, and yeah. like there's a spot on like the back of my head, you know, that it seems mm-hmm. like that sweats even more. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It's a uh, yeah. Instantly, I know I've had a little bit too much hot sauce. But those are just a couple of the observations. The thing. That I have to complain about because I can't really complain to anybody but you guys. No, and no, so nobody cares. Happy to happy to complain to you guys is and it and it involves primarily one of our uh least favorite stores here in the Twin Cities. Oh. Tar- <laughs> Do you guys ever I mean, there's two there's there's a good good and a bad here, yin and yang. Good thing about Target, their grocery prices are way better than everywhere else that I go shopping, like mm-hmm. lungs and whatever. It's uh, it, it's it's great to have that option, but every single time you're there, one is packed with moms, and they don't know how to drive their carts, nice. right? Like we pass on, we we go down the right side yep. here in Minnesota. I don't know what they do in California, but we go down the right side. Well, right? I got a cart question for you, though. I got a cart question. Okay. Recently, in I've been in a <laughs> for a while, but in crowded grocery stores, I've tried, mm-hmm. I've tried at the when you so when you get to the end of the aisle. Do you ever yep. jump in front of the cart and pull the cart out rather than pushing? Because you don't want to. Because like sometimes you push the no. cart out when you can't see it. So I've tried no. a new move where I where I pull the cart. I jump in front and pull it out. You're going yes. out first, so if anybody's going to hit you, it's going to hit you and not your you cart instead of the cart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm agile as shit, man. I do. What? I, what? You know? <laughs> no, but like you, you're, you're like I don't, this. You broke your arm parking cart. your bike, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you're pulling your cart along. You're pushing. He's pushing it. I'm pushing. No. And then when he gets up front. He slows the cart down, runs out in front of it, yeah, and then kind yeah. of starts pulling it. Yeah, in the aisle, you just grab it, and then because that otherwise you might run into somebody. So that's not Matt, that's not the. You see, it's like Santa Claus and his bag of toys. That's what he's acting like. No, a cart is a cart. Pulling a cart is what a kid does. A little kid walks in front of the cart and acts like they're doing something and pulling it. A adult pushes the cart, and guess what? If somebody comes by and hits your cart, fuck them. It is a cart. Who cares? <laughs> that's what things are for. <laughs> Okay, and I do I mean, you have I another cart? I have a cart and story, it, actually. Actually, I have a cart question and a story. So I'm going to do my cart question first. Number one, do you think it is acceptable to go into a grocery store, open a soda, drink it as you walk around the grocery store, and then pay for it on your way out? No, is it okay? Pre, I mean, probably, yes. but what? Pro- yeah, no. I'm with Aaron. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, what are you guys COVID. talking about? You haven't paid for it. Doesn't matter. You're yeah, going. You're going to. Yeah. Listen, yeah. oh, this, no. this, this right it's here is a gray area for two seventy five. It's a drink. You, you, you guys are you guys are some <laughs> entitled assholes. I, I, it's just terrible. Russell's over by people trying the grapes. It's like no. Oh, oh, you think they're your grapes already? Yeah, Russell. It's like I'm sampling the soda. It's just like the grapes. There is no difference. Okay. Rob's like, oh, this this wasn't the corn syrup I was expecting. I'm canceling that that purchase as well. <laughs> well you're just drinking corn syrup. That's, <laughs> that's a funny thought. <laughs> Rob just walking around with an open bottle of K-Ro and just like, dumping it down. Or, you know, just pouring a little He's bit of K-Ro. Straw. And like He's got a straw in there. Or something. <laughs> a little bendy straw. Do you know where the toothpaste is? I'm just pounding corn syrup. I'm like, do you know where the toothpaste and toothbrushes are? I made a huge mistake. So a soda's okay, but does that mean other things are okay? Do you guys bring your kids in and like open toys up and let them play through the whole store or not? <laughs> no, I carts used to have a soda like a a, a cup holder, right? 
That's for the soda you get in there. And listen, if you put anything, oh, here's a little here's a rule you that's don't That's for know. the fountain right up front. You're yeah, just for the fountain drink you get yeah. in. Like, no, no, you guys are <laughs> yes. you guys in your suburban. All right, now I'm on Team Russell. Now I'm on Team Russell. The fountain. <laughs> you guys at your suburban grocery stores. Oh, that's for the fountain up front. Give me. Give, they only serve Virgil's natural soda. Shut the fuck up. We're not. We're talking about real old school grocery stores when I was like 20, and I would go uh, anytime. I would actually go at night. Like at Econo Foods. I, I, I've been known to be at an Econo Foods, and I know that Econo Foods had car, had had cup holders. It's I legit. went at night too. I went to the Cup Foods on sixty six, and so you would like go get in the line and, and and grab a pop out of the cooler right by like the no. checkout and open it and start walking no. around. No, a lot of people don't know this. If you put anything on the samples table, it therefore is a sample, right? What, so what? If they have a thing that says free what are you samples. Talking about samples, samples. Like at a t- yeah. So if they no, have a, if they no. have a table that says samples, and let's say they're giving away like fucking apple slices or something, right? Oh you God. take a soda, you put it on the table, boom. That ta- that soda now a sample. It's the law. Don't look at me. Anything is a sample on the sample table. Matt and I are just shaking our heads for the listeners out there that can't see it. No, I would buy. I would buy the soda on the way out. But guess what? I'm going to drink it as I'm walking around <laughs> buying rutabagas or whatever. <laughs> Okay, Aaron and I are going to see each other drinking a soda. We're going to give a little soda tip to each other. Like, hmm, that's right. Yeah, and then we're going to compare rutabaga sizes. Yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, good thing I saw Aaron pulling his cart out from the aisle. I almost ran into him. I mean, what? <laughs> see, it works. It's so smart. Indy 500 of carts. I was. I thought maybe that was this. You know, Matt's talking about driving a cart correctly. I wanted to know if that was how you do it. Uh, and this is a good edit point, just in case that last story didn't work out. Here's the thing: is that Aaron's pulling the cart out story doesn't work out. When we first moved to New York City. Costco in Queens is a gong show. It is wild. It is there are no lines. Like it's everybody's for itself. So Jenny has the two. Jenny has her and Amelia with her. Right? She's at Costco. She goes and gets a sample. Right? And she gets one for her and one for Amelia. And she turns around and walks back. And the woman, a woman in just in the in the area there, takes the sample out of her hand and says, "Oh, I'm sorry. This is too many samples." You, you should oh. only take one sample. Did not work there. Just a woman shopping at Costco. Yes. Oh, no. And Jenny, of course, you might, this might, no, this part of the story might surprise you. Jenny started yelling at this person. They got in a very big argument about how many samples you can take if you have a kid, right? So she comes back. She tells me the story. And I said, Jenny, calm down. We just moved to New York. We got to be careful. Relax. And she goes, okay, I'm calm. And she takes the cart. And within two seconds, she takes about five steps forward and then rams this cart full speed into this woman's cart who was yelling at oh her earlier. Gosh. Just slam it. Just boom. Like that. She goes, oh, yes, I feel much better. And she walked around. I was like, oh, my God, I am married to an absolute psychopath. I was like, what do we do now? We just walk around this Costco after she slammed her. I mean, it Aaron, was a full intentional you, slam. You, Aaron, you would Aaron, this is why you. you don't walk in front of the cart. <laughs> you don't walk in front of the cart. Rob, did you up the her life insurance after that incident? Oh, because God. somebody's going to just take her out one of these times. Matt, what else were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that has now decided that they are going to stock all of their shelves at on Saturday morning at like 9.45 to 11.30, like the busiest time where the most people are going. And so I just, I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. did you guys, you guys ever experience this? I just don't get having like the stocking of shelves at all times of day. And so they must just really not care. Right. They just say like, well, we're going to get these things stocked. People can go around us or whatever, but it is the most annoying thing when you've got 
a pack store. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people that are stocking shelves. Like, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever experienced this? Or my- now, man, is it true? You were talking about this earlier and you said that after this incident, you only went and used a self-service checkout, hoping that all those people would lose their jobs as punishment for uh, slightly delaying I, you in the I aisles. I do do that because I do pack a grocery bag a lot better than the people that are working. <laughs> well, that's show. impressive. I'm terrible at packing a grocery bag. I'm impressed. So, Yes. <laughs> You know, like you got to get, you got to get in there at four bags, right? You don't want, yeah. if you have four bags, you can carry it all in one load. If you've got more than four bags and people just willy nilly just start, oh, this one's like half full, but you know, it's mm-hmm. a little heavy. You're like, nope. That Matt, this work. also Everything seems like the bags. kind of thing you could dispute the charges about, right? Like Target know. to provide you with a shopping experience that you expected. You go home, you call no, your credit card company. Listen, I got screwed at Target. I needed to reverse those charges. Now, you go through the cell checkout, you hurt the checkers, you can go, you can hurt the credit card analysts as well. Just like lopping off jobs. I like it. Right. I like so it. Matt, yeah. in your mind, when are they stocking shelves? Like at four in the morning or whatever? Yeah. Or how about like, like eight to 10? I mean, I, again, I have never worked at a grocery store, so maybe it takes a long time. And this is the way they can <laughs> yeah, have like half like of the, they can have like half of the employees doing it that they normally would. But yeah. I mean, that store sits empty from 10 o'clock at night till you know, six the next morning, right? Like when, as a stalker, when you want to be not getting around a bunch of moms and snot nosed kids and <laughs> man, and can just you imagine having, being in a after hours though? Wouldn't that just be magical? There's like a movie just, about that. A movie about oh, it? There's a movie. That's yeah. a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron's making his hands at one hand into a shoe and the other one is doing the fucking sign, which I has what? And I don't like that. It's what he wants to do at after hours. I would, I mean, I might just go like play the PlayStation or something or like put a bunch of stuff on By the way, something you can do at home, actually. Some play the PlayStation. (laughs) Oh, it's so magical. I went and sat in a chair with my family. You just like toggle basketballs around. You could try on all the clothes. You could watch stuff on the TV. Do it at home. (laughs) Do it at home. None of that magical. That is the dumbest magical (laughs) shit. Aaron, what else? Give me two other things you would do if you were there after hours. So far, uh, well, you would literally do everything a twelve-year-old boy would do in a garage with stuff. I would eat a bunch of snacks. I am, so Matt did. Matt mentioned. <laughs> Matt mentioned the magical groceries. I've been. I'm forever mad at groceries because they discontinued the salt and pepper cashews, and nothing will ever <laughs> be as delicious as those they salt probably and pepper got cashews. Back. I, I last time I was there, I didn't see them. The only spot around here where I can go get my jalapeno cheddar Johnsonville brats. You guys, turkey brats. Yeah. That's the only spot. They've got it. So, so I if you brought yourself a little hot plate and you were there overnight, you could cook yourself a brat. Then you could dribble a basketball. You could make yourself an obstacle course. I'm you sure there's a hot plate over in that. Yeah. Over in the, uh, you know, the section you know, by the bikes. In the right part of the country, you can p- crack open a beer. You can buy the world's most boring art. They always have the shittiest art there. It's just the most boring <laughs> shit. I look at the art. Who's buying this shit? Speaking of dribbling a basketball, the other day I was in that store and there was this kid walking around. He was probably like 14 and he had grabbed like one of those bouncy balls out of like the toy section and was dribbling around the whole Uh-oh. store. And I Uh-oh. almost yes. lost my shit. Like <laughs> I just, almost, kicked, it. Like just Matt, kicked it over to the boys. Matt, yeah. Matt's blood was like streaming through right me. And there. I was like, I wanted to be like, knock this shit off. And I almost went and kicked the ball away. From yeah. Him, you but. did the million dollar man where you're like, I'll give you a hundred dollars every time you bounce that ball. And the first yes. time you just kick it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so good. Well, to be fair, have you guys ever had a job stocking shelves? Have any of you ever had a job stocking shelves? Um, not really. I worked at Menards and would would do that a little bit sometimes. But I worked at Walmart. Like- yeah, I worked, my first job was at Walmart, but it wasn't like full stocking shelves. It was like go fix that end cap and make sure that everything's like lined up or whatever. I was I was not like you know get Wait. out there and take a pallet Wait. out and stock a whole you know. Wait, you worked at Walmart? 
That's my first job, man. Yeah. What the fuck? What episode I is this? Seventy six. We just bought you at Walmart. Still have the vest. Still have the vest. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, my mom. My mom sent me the vest with my name tag and everything. I probably wasn't <laughs> supposed to keep it, but I must have just walked off with it. So I got. The I ad, must yeah. have just walked off with my vest. And that was my first job when I was sixteen. Because here's the thing: in my hometown, Holy everyone shit. worked. Holy everyone shit, worked, worked at, at Walmart, Hy-Vee. guys. Everyone worked at Hy-Vee at the grocery store in my hometown. That was the thing. Like every high school kid for a job was at Hy-Vee. Yeah. Man, you guys know me. I'm not going to do what everybody else does. No. I'm going to buck the trend. I'm my own man. Yep. Yep. Buck Damn the, the small man. town locally owned stores. I'm going to work for Walmart. So Hail that was my to the first Walmart, job. Baby. Yeah. Do you ever you ever put that put that vest on for like a fun role playing night with Aaron's <laughs> wife at gmail.com or not? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd welcome to Walmart and give her secrets away. <laughs> yeah. They role play. Okay, honey, you're trying to start a union and I'm your manager. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna bust that shit up. Boom! <laughs> that is the best well, joke. Welcome you to Walmart. Made. What can I help hey, you with today? Hey, look at this little Pinkerton. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, oh, hey, guys? Hey. I got so many union busting sex jokes. It's crazy. Hey, babe, does it turn you on? I don't have yeah. any health benefits. Do you like that? <laughs> Are you into that? No health benefits. Hey, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have sex with you just enough until you're just a part time employee, but not more to make you actually a full time employee where I have to pay benefits. <laughs> And I'm sorry I said that about your wife here, and I feel bad. It's disrespectful. <laughs> this job has full oral benefits if you're in the union, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Matt, did you have any more? About- no, no, that was it. I would just like somebody to explain to me why they have to stock the shelves at 945 on Saturday morning. Can you imagine dumb, if Aaron was your greeter in Walmart when you walked in? You walked I into did Walmart get to be the greeter. I got to be Aaron, the greeter no. sometimes. You yeah, did when, an old person's job. Were you no, the greeter? When, when Ernest took a break, I got to cover his breaks. So I, got to be the, I got to be the greeter for 15 minutes. Yeah, man. It was awesome. I love being okay, the greeter. So here's what I need people to do. I need people hello, to hello, email. Hello. Back at BeckDidItBetter.com or can you please uh, text at 802-277-BECK. And can you just do one line that you think Aaron would have said as a greeter? Okay. Hello. We will make Aaron read those lines on a future episode and you will see oh, what like would it this. be like to walk into a Walmart and be greeted by Aaron. Okay. Who's like, just to let you guys know, we don't have any more salt and pepper cashews. I'd be like, what the fuck? But who cares? <laughs> That's the most boring flavor I've ever heard of in my life. I literally have both those things in my kitchen. Salt and pepper. Oh, how am I going to get salt and pepper on these cashews? God, if only I, oh, if only I had something I could like shake and those two things would come out. Oh, we just don't have the technology. Special on organic peanut butter in aisle 22. All you got to do is stir it every time you eat it. You just stir it once. It's just once. When you first open it. It's not that hard. Matt had See, a this would be like you greeted, being greeted by Aaron. You'd walk out. He's talking about the grocery. Aaron screwed up the greeter because he talked to people on their way out with what they had. He's like, oh, what did you get? Oh, that looks really good. Dandelion greens growing out in the parking lot. $2 a bushel out in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, you got, you got, you bought new shoes, huh? Pretty cool. What'd you do with the old ones? Like, all right. Well, now that I've completely railroaded Matt's rolling gun, I do have to say my other favorite thing I'll was take to do. I have a recycling. I really program. loved when they it's let just me like a the, box. Like, it's a it's a suitcase, and it's Aaron. Just it going, just says Rose. on there, just written on paper, going. Aaron's shoes recycling program. Like being being the greeter was fantastic. Like anytime I could cover Ernest's break, I like being the greeter. But 
But doing the closing call, that was where I really shined. Like when I could like get on the what? horn and do the like, you know, attention Walmart shoppers. The time is now yes. 945 and we'll be closing in 15 minutes. Please make your final selections and bring them. I mean, I loved that. That was like when they and let me do the me, closing call. I Ricky was D, boop, boop, D. And you're throwing <laughs> Dougie Fresh up there. Kick it. <laughs> Rosie, do you still think, you know, the uh, like, the you know, those things. Usually they do that on a phone, right? You need to have yeah. like star six, nine or something like that. And then it goes over. Do you know what the code is still at Walmart? I don't think I do. I might that be able is to one do of the funniest things oh. I, a couple of friends from Richard would do. They knew it. I forget where we were at, but they'd get on and they'd say like, <laughs> my brother's Jimmy. Mike from Bloomington, hilarious dude. He'd get on and say, uh, Jimmy, we have located your tampons in aisle three. Please come over, Jimmy, to aisle three. Thank you. Yes. You know, I'd get, and it was so hilarious. Right? And Why then they'd is it so out. much funnier than just talking? Can we get a price check on very small condoms? <laughs> very, a price check on very, no, he's only buying one, a singular, very small condom. <laughs> That got a little real. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen, our condom company is not doing well. Okay. I am starting to think naming ourselves very small condoms is bad. Okay. My dad was named very small. I'm Mr. Small. Yeah. My first name is very, and my son is very small. Okay. So I thought having the name very small condoms, people would realize it's a family business and they would want to buy our condoms. <laughs> Why do they got to be so big? Yeah. Bob? Look at our neighbor's house. Look how big it is. Troy Magnum over there. He's doing so well. <laughs> I apologize to Curtis Mayfield's family and anyone who is a fan of the great Curtis Mayfield who may have tuned into this episode. Yeah. Hoping Sorry that your album is going to suck compared to these jokes we're doing, Curtis. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry about the heart attack. Okay. Uh, that was Curtis Blow. Uh, all right. Right? Curtis Blow? That's who it was? Curtis Blow had a heart transplant. Yeah, Curtis Mayfield. I was thinking of Curtis Lowe from the Leonard Skinner song. That's a whole different song. Okay. Uh, So, I think we've only done one Rolling Going, so we are screwed. Uh, Aaron, Rolling Going, how's it going with you? It's Rolling Going great. I had a list of stuff, but I'm going to try not to take up too much time tonight. Uh, I will say I've been been, um, trying to be more like Matt in a lot of ways, but one of them is I've been venturing outside the list of albums to listen to and mm-hmm. have you also stopped listening to the albums that we're talking about like that has or not <laughs> no man you know no this one i mean i know this album but i've been listening i've been diving deep into the into superfly i can just start talking about that right now if you want to but um no my, my lady's been listening to the new adele album and uh here's another hot take on music for me uh adele pretty good highly recommend the new adele album really wow. enjoyed it it's fascinating how wow. these people You're really are, stepping out on a ledge there. Right? Yeah. I just got an email to the Beckett the better account. It says it's from Adele at gmail.com. It says, can we use Aaron's quote as a pull quote for the album? <laughs> yes. Dot, dot, dot. Pretty yes. good. Signed Aaron does not want to share his last name due to us. I don't know what getting fired. Nobody cares. Have we talked about Adele? How, when she put the new album out, it was on Spotify. You can go listen to it on Spotify, but you cannot shuffle. shuffle. It. You can, you we, have we to listen it. to it in yeah. straight order. You guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's such a power. I'm move. all for it. That would I'm be like if, if no one could fast forward through Aaron's rolling going, and they actually had to listen to the whole, <laughs> the whole podcast. Thing. That would be a all disaster. Every word in order. That's so important. <laughs> Everything I say. You see us walking into Apple headquarters into their podcast division, and we're just swinging <laughs> the biggest nuts you've ever seen in your whole life. And we're like, we don't want people to fast forward through our show. We have a really good show. 
They're like, who is this? Is this the people doing all the copyright infringement? It's like, what? No, it could be anybody. <laughs> it's, not, not it's Aaron. Aaron's pushing a cart through there, but ass first or whatever. He walks out in front of it. And he's just ramming people. He's pulling. Well, no, you got to get into it. You got to be in an athletic stance. Like when you go to pull, like when you go to no. pull your cart out of the aisle, you're not just sauntering out. You're in three point position, man. You're ready for anything. And you know what? The worst thing is too, if you're on the right side and you're going north and the other person's going Uh-oh. south, Uh-oh. but you're still going down this, you're still going, you know, like everybody's going east. Does that make sense? So then like you got six aisles where you keep passing <laughs> that person. Yeah. And every time you're like, bang, uh-huh. like, damn it. There's a, in Minnesota, in Minnesota, there's a lot of, oops, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh. My favorite Target, thing to do in a store oh. is to find the single guys in the store, right? Wait, wait, what? What? Uh, let's let's unpack that a little bit, Rob. Oh no, so Rob, 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 like Rob, 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 the plight of the single guy is you don't even get the cart because you don't think you're going to need it. And then you remember, yeah, you remember you're out of toilet paper and you're like, shit, because yes. it's right. Those carts are at the front and the toilet paper is all the way at the back. So, yeah, I just go it. use it in there and then I pay for it afterwards. I use it in the in the store and then I pay for it when I check out. Oh, yeah, I got to pay for a roll of toilet paper. I just use the. Uh oh. I don't like this single ply thing in the, in the bathroom. I need to go get the two ply, pay for it afterwards mr very small the man the manager's <laughs> name is very small as well it's a small town mr very small he's back again and he's doing it mr very small sir we have talked to you about putting the toilet paper into the uh freezer section okay we've, we've had this discussion before please don't do that you cannot use that i picture you as a single guy at the store like you have your cart right and then you're like, oh, I got to get toilet paper. But the only toilet paper they have is like the big, huge pack. And then you walk by like some month, like Monday walking club of like super hot moms. And you're like the single guy. And you're just carrying this biggest <laughs> thing of toilet paper you've ever seen in your whole life. The Monday walking club of super hot moms. And there's just a there's just a plethora of extra small condoms still, still falling out of my, my cart. We need a price check on used toilet paper and extra small condoms, please. And it's for Russell. He's in a green shirt. Two L's. He's in a green shirt. Green shirt. Yeah, with the sweat stains. Yep, that one. Okay. We can get a price check on this. That would be good. Aaron, what else do you have rolling going? I mean, I got so much, but I'll just stop with this. I went sledding uh, a weekend, like last weekend. We were uh, up. Uh, north of of the Bay Area a little bit because the place we were going to go was packed in with snow and you couldn't go. But they have these snow parks that are just convenience store parking lots that they convert into snow parks. You pay to park there. You let your kids get out. We bought Wallace a little sled that had these little brakes on it. And it was fantastic. Yeah, he, he learned how to use California the brakes. Shit. They're not, no, no, brakes. they're not brakes. No, Rosie, they're not brakes. They're steers. You steer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you they, steer he figured left, it out, man. Right. He did great. Yeah. He was amazing. Oh, if you recall, when I took my kids tubing in Central Park, okay, the East Coast, New York, the first thing they did is went way too fast down the hill and then flipped over a metal <laughs> fence. Okay, that's what sledding's about. It's not about this. Brakes. Was incredible. We had such a good. There's dogs running around like. The convenience store is open, so dad can go get himself an IPA and a 375 of Hennessy, whatever he needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was a perfect day. It was one of the best days we've had. I love 
I just want to take a quick vote right now, and I'm not judging you, Aaron. I swear to God, I'm not judging you. I think you're great. I love you so much. But let let me see. Thumbs up if you think Aaron's kid, while he was using the sled with the brakes, was he wearing a helmet? Okay, give me a thumbs up uh, if you think the kid was wearing a helmet. Let's see what we get from Matt and Russ. Was there wearing? I'm gonna go thumb. You guys are thumbs down. That's crazy. That kid no was helmet. wearing a helmet. What? No helmet. from Iowa. Like he lives in California. You're he air out. In Iowa. Yeah, you're nice air out. Helmet All gas, sledding. no brakes. He did wear a helmet for ice skating, but not for sledding. Now he was a good sledder, man. He's he's a he's a trooper about sledding, man. He, I can't believe he's not wearing a helmet. Straight up the hill totally every safe. time. Slid right back down. It was such a great day. Nobody got hurt. It was beautiful. So, so I, I, let me explain these winter. I, I I don't understand these winter parks because you said that it was a parking lot, and then all of a sudden he's sledding. I don't get where the connection. Where's is the he hill? going? Is he going up like the hills that they plow in a parking lot? Like yeah, that like the would, hills that they plow. Where like it's you know it's in the mountains. Like it's a it's in the mountains. So there's just little hills all over, and it's they they got 15 feet of snow. So there's just like they plowed the parking lot. And then there's all these little hills and then people kind of create their own sledding spots and, and you their own trails. Pay? It's incredible. What do you, you have pay to pay for? to park? You pay for the parking and then you're just there doing your own thing after that. So, so it's amazing. So when people had little, like people had like okay. people were tailgating, like people were set up in the parking lot tailgating, like, and then their kids would go off sledding. It was fantastic to quote seal. Okay. When it snows. Okay. My eyes become large <laughs> and I would look and see that a parking lot. So I'm picturing like a parking lot, like at my high school (laughs) has now has like the hills that we used to like push each other off of. Right. Those hills. Right. Yeah. You used to make big tunnels. So so actually that's totally straight. You're in the mountains, a natural hill, and you are paying money to go sledding in a parking lot. Like yeah, a because you have to park your damn car somewhere. <laughs> Listen, the you guys think, no, no, part. you think, you, because I'm from the Midwest too, right? Like I didn't forget. I've seen a lot of snow in my life. This right. is different, man. This is like you drive up the freeway and for yeah. miles, the snow yeah. is piled up Beautiful 12 mountains. feet high on either side Vistas. of the freeway. Everywhere you, you can't look get off the freeway because Huge it's vertical snowed drums. in. But to the right. A totally flat parking lot that you have to pay money to go to. Ah, yes. But you that's park in the lot and sledding. there's nothing around. I got, I mean, you guys, you're not, you're missing the point. There was so plenty of a, hills for sledding. Perfect sledding. Was, there's not a park like right near that. Dick's in the summer, it's a park. Yeah. In the summer when there's no snow, it's like a place you can go hike around. In the winter, off limits. Like, in the winter it's go? full of snow and you, can, like, no. you just pay to park and you go wherever you want. Now I have to say being able to drink while your kid is sledding. Now that's something I can get behind. That's what I'm talking about right there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Very small. There was also, I, I will say there was a Burger King and I was going to grab some Burger King on the way out. But by the time we were leaving, he was kind of like having a tough time. So we settled for Cheez-Its from the convenience store and Pringles from the convenience wow. store. And that's, that's what he had in the backseat. Did you pay her before or after he ate them? Before we paid before. Yeah. Aaron, oh, interesting. Aaron do oh, me a favor. Works. Next time, can you tell the good story first? Okay, it's kind of save it until the end like that. Okay, I mean the sequel was better than the first one. <laughs> that's my style, right? That's I was my, like, that's wow, calling card. in a parking lot. Well, that's a boring story. There could be a story that's possibly more boring than that. And then it was a Burger King story that involved him not stopping at Burger King. <laughs> hey, why don't you tell us what you didn't order? Like, what are you talking about? We, we got the Cheez-Its and the Pringles from the comedian. Okay, nothing to do with the Burger King. Aaron, I love you. Okay, it's great. You're the best. I was, somebody was saying to me, why are you so mean to Aaron on the podcast? And I was like, I cannot help it. He is like a gift. He is a gift from God. Everyone does say it. I got multiple texts about Robert's too mean to Aaron. My kid kid is like, why are you so mean to Aaron? And I was like, I can't help it. It's like a drug. I need to do it to feel normal. Please. He's so perfect. 
Blowing out Aaron's candle makes mine shine 10 times oh brighter. My God. I he have really to is like, a, like the stuff Aaron says, he is a gift from God to me. I, I think about Aaron multiple times a day, multiple times a day. I appreciate like when around. I heard my kid, my kid insulted somebody. I was like, boy, that would be a good insult on Aaron. Like it was like, I was like, I want to be like you, dad. Are you guys playing Wordle? Speaking of? Oh, we can't, I, we can't, we gotta move on. Big time. <laughs> no, we gotta, and I'm we texting gotta. it to my mom. My mom and I now text multiple times a day about Wordle. We love it. All right. Russell, what is, by the way, this will be come out like 10 weeks later when everyone hates Wordle and it turns out the guy who started it has problematic ties. Russell, what do you think? What's uh, rolling going on with you? Rolling going, you guys know tonight I, I came up, I'm at my brother's resort up at Cole's Resort where they do the wife swapping, yeah. you, get the deal, you get the deal. I was wondering uh, what all the commotion behind you was. Yeah, I, I told him to keep it down at least or put the socks on. <laughs> but so I came up here and it was funny. I, I was I was talking with my brother and my sister-in-law for a bit before I came over to record with you guys. And and I said, well, I have to go record my podcast. My sister-in-law knew I had to do this. So she's like, well, I'll, you know, have a good night. Enjoy the podcast. Room. And she goes, what's the podcast about again? And I go, mm. music. And she looks at me and she goes, no, seriously, is it about sports or what's it about? <laughs> and I was like, music. And she goes, you don't know shit about music. And I just oh, kind of sat there silently and, and waited for her to, to leave me did, alone about the podcast. Wait, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't bust out with some facts? You know so much about music now. You didn't lay it on her? Yeah. Get, no. Excuse me. Do you know what a Wurlitzer is? Like, you know this shit. Come on. You got it. You know what, Aaron? The people that really know about music are people like me who go to record stores and then bring their records up north with them yes. so they can oh. show you the new records that I got on my, my trip. I'm to excited. The I got to Can see I show it. you guys? I had to, I had to check hey, out what's your podcast for small condoms. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that comes up quite a bit. Raffi. We've got a Raffi. <laughs> French podcast. Raffi. So, so it's a really exciting story. I was going to go to Burger King, but I, I just drove past it and I decided to go to the record <laughs> store instead. So I didn't get any chicken, did any long chicken sandwiches, nothing. He called back I, Burger King. But I was like, maybe I should stop at Burger King or McDonald's. And I, I didn't stop at any of them. Oh, I just went to the record store. He called that back. I love it. Oh, I love and, it. See, it doesn't so, feel good to make fun of Aaron. Ooh, feels good. It runs through your veins. <laughs> You're like, you're alive. And so I went to, to our favorite that Matt and I know, No Name Records in Richfield, even though I don't think they have the greatest selection, as I've I'm said a, before. I'm a Roadrunner guy now. I've moved on. And they're unless, in Minneapolis. You can't put them in Richfield. Unless they're they want to sponsor us. Then we love them. Yeah. And you guys sure. know I have I have a system, I have a playbook and everything. So I tried to run the playbook the best I could, but I had to I had to divert a little bit. But and, so and Russell, your I, playbook is that you creep around the edge and pray nobody talks to you. Is that correct? Well, actually, I bring my little record player in, my my suitcase one, and I plug it in in the corner and I start playing the record, <laughs> and then I pay for it when I leave. <laughs> But you're tugging and the record I, player out behind you from the aisle. You're like, ooh, ooh. and and then I go to to the super small section after the record store. <laughs> you know, I know what the waveform looks like when everybody says, I can see it. I don't even have to hear it. It's like I'm in the matrix. So I cut it out and put the beep in. I know exactly what it looks like. Waveform <laughs> so because we were listening to Curtis Mayfield, I was like, I need to get some soundtracks. They have a soundtrack ooh. section at the record store. So I bought I like two it. soundtracks. Figured I could share them with you. The first one is National Lampoon's Animal House. I got the Animal what? House soundtrack Ooh. on oh, vinyl. Oh. What's what? the best song on oh, there? The best song on there is uh, hey, Twist, hey, Twist and Shout. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey, hey. Here are some of the, the hits. Louie Louie. Yeah. Wow. Twisting the Night Away. Tossing and a Turning. A Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hey Paula. Huh? Money. 
And then, of course, shout. You got shout. Remember, yeah. we've talked about shout being one of the yeah. great wedding dances. That so. would, if you put, I mean, if you had a party and put that record on, everyone would have fun. The other soundtrack that Give I got, I believe, is on the list. And I bought it, even though I think Matt dislikes this album. But I got it anyway. It's the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. I oh. believe this is on the list, isn't oh. it, Matt? Uh, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> Listen to the opening song, Staying Alive. What an amazing, amazing song to start an album, right? Yes. I, yes. Yeah. I, I would say the Barry Gibb, that, what one else of the is greatest singers of all time. I'm going to say that Bee right Gees now. The Bee Gees could write a song, man. The Bee Gees Oof. could write a song for sure. Well, there's a, there's a documentary out about them and how they were like hugely successful. Where are they from? Norway? Is that what they're from? No, they're like, wait, they're, the Bee Gees? they're Australian, aren't they? Or New Zealand? They're Australian, I think. Australian? Well, wherever they're from, right? They're huge, right? And they didn't. They're huge. But they didn't sing in that falsetto. Barry is that what it's called? <laughs> Frozy when you sing really. Big Gary Big. Yeah, yeah. Big Gary Big. Which we're going to talk about. Big when, which we're going to talk about Big Gary in three Bib. hours when we get to Big Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. But they, and then all of a sudden they started singing that falsetto, and they came around right when this album that Russell got, Boy, you know, Gary to do some of this, stuff, and it just made their careers blow up. But they were hugely successful before that, Gary and nobody, but nobody in America really knew them all that well because they're trying to record, and I think. Miami, but it's a great, great documentary about. I should check that one out. I feel yeah. I figured out what I'm going to do there, man. I'm going to pan you guys hard to the left, and I'm going to pan <laughs> Russell and I hard to the right. If you want to hear what Matt said, take out your right headphone, okay? Do you want to hear Russell and I talk about how Russell called Barry Gibb Barry? What'd you call him? Gary Bibb. Gary Bibb. <laughs> Gary Bibb. Gary Bibb. He's he's the Gibb brother. Nobody talks about is Gary Bibb. I typically pan to the right. You ever try to pan? Like, you ever try to go opposite? Like it's not. It doesn't work. Like you get like you got to dress one way or the other. Especially but once you get to our age, like that thing is trained. You can't switch. So I think okay. I pan right. No, it does, I'm not. I'm not doing these jokes. Gross. It's not a You're, joke. That's a real thing. What? Speaking of jokes pan on right. this album, Rob, you will like this. The second song on the album is "How Deep Is Your Love." Oh, How deep is, is your one love? of the greatest songs How of all time? Yeah, many many love. people have covered Baby, that. Baby, I need to know. The PJ Morton cover of that is so good. Everybody, get out there and check. That's it out. a killer album, Russ. I think it's one of the best selling albums of all time. Actually, I it, it's it's up there. So I got another one. I got another album, and, and you guys know a part of my system is I try to find the highest album I can find at the record store that's on the list. Right. Right. Yep. I, yep. So I got this. We one. all know your system, Russell. No need to explain it. Well, the the pornographic one's coming up next. So okay. hold on. <laughs> all right. I forgot there's a pornographic component to your system. Yeah, it's, it's one cheap album. It's okay. the most uh, pornographic one. Okay. It's the highest one on the list. Yep. It's one fun one, and then I forgot what the last. This sounds like the rules I had for dating women in college. Yes. One like, okay, I'm one off my cheap one. one. I'm onto the pornographic one. So Where's I went the to the highest, one? the highest one on the list that I could find, and we've listened to this one. Are you experienced by Jimi Hendrix? I yes. got that at the yes. record store. It was like yes. a great find, right? You ha- yep. you can't you can't see that and not take it and buy so it. Good. You gotta grab it's it. It's a good yeah. one. Have to grab it. And that, that's a used copy? It is a used copy, yes. That's gonna be even better. A lot of these new pressings are not great, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, they they don't they don't <laughs> skip quite as much as the the used ones, right, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love when the used ones skip all the time. It's fantastic. The next album, and I'll let you guys decide whether this was the fun one or the pornographic one. And I don't know how to lead into this, but I may have to mail this to Aaron when I'm done. Okay. This oh. also was in the $2 bin, $2 record. It is called 
Chipmunk Punk. Oh. It is the Chipmunks <laughs> singing punk songs. I was like, I have to get this record. Don't I? Okay. What's Russell, on there? Pick one song off Chipmunk Punk. I'll play in the background right now. Oh, I can't wait. Um, My Sharona by the Chipmunks oh, yes. is on yes. Chipmunk Punk. Nice. Yes. Okay, you're hearing that in the background right now. So, Aaron's kid, if you've listened this far, and you probably have a lot of questions if you have, uh, enjoy. Okay. I thought I thought you guys would like those records. So th- that's what I got from the record store. I think Great I only got choices. four. But I had one more to share with you. I had a friend who... I love ahead, to Ron. think... It's worth it, guys. Trust me. I like to think of Russell going... And I know I made the exact same joke last time we talked about Russell's system, but he puts the Chipmunk Punk album on and goes, pretty pornographic, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know when I buy records, I have to stand in the corner... And, you know, hide myself there, Rob. You yeah. don't want people to see what you're doing. <laughs> and I got to rearrange the records in an order where I think I'm going to get the most respect right. from the people working at the record store. So how would you guys order okay. Animal House, Saturday Night Fever, Are You, Exper- or, Are you Experienced, or the Chipmunk Punk? Here's the right way. I would go, Are You Experienced? Because everybody's like, yep. oh, okay, that's a, everybody knows that album. Animal yeah. House, and then you're going, hmm, well, this is it's a bizarre <laughs> turn, but okay. Then it's the Bee Gees, and then you yeah. end with Chipmunk Punk. And you say to him, pretty pornographic. Don't you think it rated triple X? Wouldn't you say? No Chipmunk 17, if you know what I mean. So I thought it was a pretty good haul at the record store. Matt, haul. I know I, I rip on ro- local record stores, but that was a win, a don't you haul. think? That's a good one. That's a good one. You got to get over to Roadrunner sometime, Russell. So I Fort- didn't make it to Roadrunner, but I thought I could share one more record with you guys quick. Good. I have a friend who gave me a record for the holidays. and so. We haven't talked about this one too much other than we've talked about the cover and it is the Rolling Stones Sticky Fingers with Mick oh, Jagger's the best the best cover Mick ever. Mick Jagger's privates just He's stuffed right. in those it's, jeans yeah. like you would it, not believe. It is literally Russell's holding it up. It is literally a close up on Mick Jagger's crotch but with a that huge record dong. Moonlight Mile and Sway, those two songs will knock me on my ass any day of the week. Those are such great songs. The only problem with that, Aaron, though, Aaron, Aaron, I hate to say this to you, but neither of those songs are on the album. I was going to say, Moonlight Miles not on that record. but No, Sway is, right? Aaron, do you want to be our music expert still, or do you want to find a new podcast? I got to find a new podcast. I thought Sway was on Sticky Fingers. It's time to make fun of Aaron. Everybody's getting in on the fun. We love it. What's on Sticky Fingers? Let's hear what's what's the best track. All right, here's the lineup Brown Sugar. Oh, Sway, you're right. You got one of them. All right, I got one right. Okay. Wild Horses, which we talked about, because this album, which was really cool that I got this, was the one that was recorded. Down in Muscle Shoals. Yeah. That we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, Can You Hear Me Knocking? You Got to Move, Bitch. I Got the Blues, Sister Morphine, Dead Flowers, and Moonlight Miles. Did you say Moonlight Mile, Aaron? Wait, I did say Moonlight. I said Moonlight Mile and Sway. I lied. Aaron got both the songs. (laughs) I'm editing all that part out. This is why my sister-in-law thinks I shouldn't be talking (laughs) about music. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't like this where we're not nice here. In on their 2016 tour, they started playing out. I'm panning Aaron way up, so only if you have the headphones where the thing is up here are you going to hear him. Matt, what were you saying on the tour? Let's hear it, Oh, no, 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 no. You stop. I'm going to say it. You guys keep... I'm waiting for you, man. So in 2016, Rolling Stones had their tour, but they hadn't played Moonlight Mile in like 30 years live at concert, and they brought that back, and it was a big deal. And and I'd never heard Moonlight Mile until that concert, and now it is on the top awesome songs of all time list that that i have and so it's on the, the and it is list. on sticky fingers you it motherfuckers is on sticky fingers 
So congratulations, Rosie. Russell, what did you I think when they played that song? I am wrong. The concert. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to hear that. But you guys remember, I did buy a T-shirt at the concert. If you guys remember, two of them, 130 oh. Bones, right? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> the other best thing about this album, it comes in a special collector set where you open it up. And there is a T-shirt in the album oh. of Mick Jagger's crotch. You've got you've got the T-shirt that comes with Are the album. Are you serious? Cover. I'm dead serious. What size yeah. is that T-shirt? If it's medium, um, send it to I me. I have a feeling it might be going to Matt next time I see Matt. Nice. To be honest, but oh. check this out. This came in the record, and now you got a T-shirt. You have a T-shirt with Mick Jagger's. Please look up the t- the front to Sticky Fingers and picture Russell wearing this T-shirt around while he is at the wife swap. He is wearing the Sticky <laughs> Fingers shirt with no pants on. He is he is uh, pulling a Pooh Bear running around at the wife swap with a big a Mick bear. Jagger dick up top and the big Russ dick on the bottom. Hey, hey, hey cabin two, cabin four. You want to see my Sticky Fingers? <laughs> no, don't. Oh God, don't say that. Oh, that, no. that sounds like Aaron has a greeter at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> all right, Rob Roland, going. How's it going with you? My wife has an issue. My wife has an issue. Okay. And I've, and I've seen this coming now and this has happened slowly over time. You don't catch it because it's not a quick thing. You just get used to it, right? You get used to it. And pretty soon you realize that it's happening more and more. And really it's happening almost every time. <sighs> My wife has become a restaurant birthday faker. No. Oh, no. She is officially no. a restaurant birthday faker. That's low. If we go to a nicest restaurant, she now 100% of the time will say that it is somebody's birthday in the party to get a free dessert at the end. I don't know what to (laughs) do about this. I am deeply embarrassed by it. We've already discussed how much money she makes. She doesn't need a free dessert. She doesn't even eat the dessert. She just wants the free. I don't know why she does it. That's a pathological kind of issue. So I guess my first question was, what do you guys think of this? I'm going to skip that question. I think I got a pretty clear view from the absolute looks of terror and disappointment that came over your face. I don't, I don't even, I wouldn't even say it's my birthday to get a free thing if it were my birthday. (laughs) Right. No, she doesn't say it's her birthday. She'll say it's somebody else at the table's birthday. So then you're like, I almost said tonight, oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. Like she doesn't tell, this is just like out of the blue. Can't be doing this, right, guys? What's what's the what's the what's the judgment so, on this? Two, two things, two things. One, it's hilarious to taste it's somebody's birthday if it's not their birthday. If they do the old singing thing where they come out from behind, <laughs> happy, say, happy birthday, happy special day, happy happy birthday, yeah. This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey, you know, stick that's your hilarious. dick in the birthday hole. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> where are you guys going out to eat? So that's hilarious. I mean, a couple times a year. Just you a, can't big, really... a big hole that says birthday hole over it. And the guy sitting on the other side of the wall is like, birthday hole? I don't think I should be sitting next to the birthday hole. This can't be good. Every like 12 minutes, they get poked in the ear by some lucky birthday goer. <laughs> Yeah, do you have a booth? No, no, not by the birthday. <laughs> I made a mistake last time. You got to sit on the inside. <laughs> the inside of a booth. Oh, the worst not place to sit in. Matt, so what I thought sitting on the inside of the booth was bad before, but then I heard about the birthday hole. So the other thing is, is she's not like paying for this on the tip, right? So the person's, I'm just assuming, she's absolutely doing this to get it for free. Yeah, 
I, I don't know. That's, this has just been one of these that's things. Stealing your, it's like your her wife is going to go to jail. She steals. Yes, She's I a think stealer. that's it. I, she, it's like her talking on speakerphone. It happens so slowly that I didn't notice. Suddenly, she's become a full speakerphone talker. She only talks on speakerphone. What now. else does she do? I mean, there's got to oh, no, be. No, this things. is this is not I, the way to go. Uh, this listen. is not. Rob, didn't you just get called out for having to turn the this podcast the off and editing oh. a few weeks ago? And oh. you, by the way, <laughs> you heard about it. Just want to state uh, those Christmas cards still on the table. Okay, they are almost in envelopes. Okay, it is. Don't fucked. you think? Don't you think there could be some reasonable reason? I think you could ask, say it's someone's birthday, because sometimes they'll bring out a different dessert that they normally don't have on the menu, right? Like yeah, they've got some sort of tip. cake or something yeah. that's not on the menu that they're going to bring out, right? Okay. I think. It, uh, so if but then so you, get, but then you tip them, you, you tip them for that yes. 15 yes. bucks or whatever. Right. You yes. Know. But next time we go out, we're going to say it's Russell's birthday. If he thinks it's such a good idea, I can't I'd wait. Be fuck, I'd be out of there so fucking fast. <laughs> we, uh, Rob, we can do it this weekend, January 14th through the 17th. And we're in Las Vegas together. It's matching Mike's birthday. I, I, I don't know if I agree to sleep on the side of the room at the birthday hall. That doesn't seem like it's, <laughs> doesn't seem like it's good. Do that mean I can't bring my cardboard with me. We, we, you're not going to No, you're out. The cardboard? What are you talking about? Never mind. Are you talking about rubbing cardboard on other cardboard? The reference to having sex underwater we made the other episode? No. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> this podcast has warped my brain when I hear about cardboard. I assume it's about having sex underwater. My bad. I actually thought of you. I, I thought of you when I thought about having sex underwater this week, Rob, but I'm going to talk about that later in the episode. Oh, no. Let's get to the Let's get to <laughs> Rob's <laughs> Aaron thinks about me did not come so fast. All right, let's talk about oh, it's backfiring. Such a good idea. I there, try there's it. one it quicker. Oh, this is weird. Backfiring. <laughs> there's one hundred percent chance one of our one of our dumb shit listeners has to resort to that at some point in the next oh, few weeks. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> So, such a good idea. so listen, we <laughs> are talking safe. about Superfly. Cool is this proof. this is our first soundtrack, right? That I we've think done. It is, we right? Done. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it so. is. Yeah, first soundtrack. Is it also our first Chicago artist? Have we had anybody else from Chicago? Isn't Kanye West Chicago? Oh shit! Oh my god, that's such a dumb. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> but that Russell. was so long. Ago. <laughs> we don't remember. Right, Russell, like you know music. Ago. Yeah, God. Yeah, and yeah. That's a good point because Kanye sampled Curtis Mayfield, not from this album, but we'll talk about that. Sorry, Rob. Do your thing, Russell. What's your podcast about? Is it all this toilet paper you bought? Is that what your podcast is about? Um, just the most <laughs> insulting thing they think the podcast is about. What is it about dumb sports or dumb? It's like, what What do you think of me? What other dumb thing could you be talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I like yeah. this. Have her listen to the podcast and you'll see it's actually kind of academic. No, we don't want her to listen because we don't want her to hear the Coles Resort wife swapping thing. Remember, Rob? <laughs> that reminds me, if you were find yourself at Coles Resort, we are sponsored this week once again by Coles Resort. Remember, Coles Resort, go on up. It is time. It is wife swapping season. Okay. <laughs> it is the reason for the season. Keep each other uh, warm. Yeah. Keep it's it get in there. there. Swap those wives. Remember a two person wife swap is not a wife swap. That's just two people that were trying to swap wives and nobody else showed up. So uh, be there. Uh, and this week only we have a bonus. Okay. It is a 50% bonus. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I can't think of anything funnier, so it's going to get cut out. Shit. I was thinking of things, and I was like, no, way, way too dirty. So you, you, you get 20% <laughs> off if you go to Cole's Resort and if say you go, Wife Swap. Yep, right? go to Cole's Resort and say, I'm a foot freak for Chitara, okay? And they'll know exactly what you're talking about with this podcast. By the way, that reference is approximately two hours old. All right. We are talking about... Uh, 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 Superfly by Curtis Mayfield is the first soundtrack we've done. Uh, and this album actually, first of all, and this fact comes up all the time, but I think it's so bizarre. This is the only soundtrack to ever outsell the movie that it's a soundtrack for. Wow. I mean, it, oh, it, this, this is yeah. the yeah. ultimate soundtrack album. I don't know about quality wise, but when people think about, I mean, you don't even think about this as a soundtrack. You, you find out it's a soundtrack later, but this is a, another social conscience song or conscientious socially type uh, soul music that's talking about drugs and poverty. Uh, and Curtis Mayfield really kind of traced the path of Marvin Gaye in a lot of ways, right? Where he's singing about the same stuff. He, the same thing with this album where people didn't think it was going to be this big hit, just like uh, what's, going, what's on? going on. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and that just like that turned out to be a surprise mega hit. Uh, same with this one. And, and what's really interesting about Curtis Mayfield is that he actually started out with the impressions. He was actually a kind of a doo-wop singer and he wrote this song. See if you guys recognize this song. Oh, yes. Just heard this one on Lady Soul, right? This is the third oh, time. Amazing. We, this is the third time we've heard this in like five albums because we heard it with Bob Marley. Yeah. We heard it with Aretha Franklin, and now we're talking to the guy who literally wrote this song, and it's great not even on this album. Like it's great songwriter, yeah. It, it's craziness, and um, one of the all-time great voices. I mean, I will say, I'll just go ahead and say, I watched the movie this week for the first time in my life, and the Ooh, album makes it? it's. Everyone should see it. I think it's a really interesting commercial uh, cultural artifact. Uh, some problematic themes, definitely some problematic language um, mm -hmm. kind of near the end, but, but also you can see how Tarantino was like really influenced by Tarantino yeah. specifically, but a lot of American mm -hmm. cinema cinema was really influenced by films like this. So I was glad I watched it. And then the, the album now, I don't know how it makes any sense without the movie. When, when you talk about problematic stuff, this makes me go back. Was purple rain considered a soundtrack? Yeah, I would have to say yes. Oh my God, Other Russell, than, uh, yeah, you're a smart true. music guy now. Russell does not miss. He I'm, I'm moving out miss. of the very small section tonight into the big section. The, the big brain. Check I'm out the big about. brain on Russell. Yeah, I remember no, that totally part right, of the Russell. movie where she was masturbating with a magazine. That's all I can remember. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Again, that's my one Prince reference that I have. Uh, all right, little child running wild. This is the opening. I mean, these drums. Oh. And that's one of the big, yeah, the drums, I think, are one of the, uh, all throughout this album, and uh, other work of Curtis Mayfield's, like his first album, Curtis, uh, he's using a lot of the Latin percussion that we heard on what's going on, so that's one of the big yeah. parallels between his work and, and uh, Marvin's. Is there a chance, Herbie Mann, is there a chance that Herbie Mann is on this album? Well, no, because I've read the credits, but I don't Shit. Dude, shoot. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, I read that a lot of the credits too. I had a hard time figuring out who played what and what the instruments were on this. A lot of times with the albums, you yeah. can see exactly who played, whether it's, I don't know if it's congas or bongos, but there's a bunch of different percussion on here, but you can't always figure out what it was or what was being played. Did you figure... Do you know all that stuff or did you have access to that or not? No, I same like all I had. I mean, I looked at Wikipedia and other sources for the album credits, but no, like, um, 
There are two different percussionists, right? So there's, ah, shit, I should have written down the names, but there's one playing sort of the traditional drum set. Tyrone McCullen. Yep. And then the other guy. Master Henry Gibson. I think Master Henry Gibson is the one who's doing more of the African or Latin percussion. Yeah, I I guess Morris Jennings plays most of the drum tracks, except for Tyrone plays on Pusher Man. Yeah, but I think Master Henry was the one who was doing a lot of the, he was from Chicago. And I think uh, was from one of the avant-garde jazz schools in Chicago, right? And then uh, was playing a lot of the percussion on this album. And then the, the big one for me, we're going to get to it later, on Think Instrumental. I cannot figure out what that horn is on there, and I don't know who was playing it. So, yeah, it's, it's not clear. I mean, we know Curtis wrote it, all of it, um, and I think Johnny Pate did some of the arrangements maybe but uh, for the strings. But, yeah, it's, it's not always clear. Pusher Man. I think this might be the first rap song of all time. Like to me, this is like he's rapping, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's got straight bars, and uh, we're like we talked on text uh, a while ago. Like my house is now a permanent closed caption house. Anytime we're watching a movie, yes. So watching this movie, so Curtis Mayfield performs this in the movie. He's like in a what bar band? But yes, he's in the movie. He's playing in a bar. And when you watch this and watch the closed captions, you realize like what he's doing it from a rhyme yeah. scheme perspective. And it's crazy the way you can just toss these things off easily. It's really, I, I think Pusher Man is one of the greatest songs that we've heard so far. Also the Pusher Man, the wah-wah pedal is just sick and out of control. Yes. Isn't here yes. like the wah-wah on this album destroys all Let's, these albums we've listened to before. Don't yeah, you guys like think? Ultimate I mean, this sounds like album. Aaron's kid in the backseat with just milk. Wah-wah. I just get milk, no yeah. fries. Now, surprise, surprise, this is the highest charting song on this album. No other song on this album got up to no, as higher than this. This was number four on the Not pop charts. Not even Super Flight. Not even the title track. Not even the titular track. And this Ooh, is dang. an end. This is a, a titular track at the end, which is pretty great. Um, but this is Freddy's Dead. Oh. Some, some nice flute in here. This song, at many points in my life, is the song that I play in my head when I walk into a room. Like, if I walk into yes. a room, I'm playing this song in my head. There's a lot of those songs where if you're, that song's playing when you're walking in, you're like, yeah, I'm a badass. This is going Funny well. Funny thing about the movie, there's a character in the movie named Freddy. This song plays maybe... So the songs are, are pretty roughly chronological order from when they appear in the movie. There's a character named Freddy. They're already playing this song before Freddy even appears on screen. So by the time you meet Freddy, you're like, well, it's not, it's not going to work out well for Freddy. Like, it's not, not going to be You great. see Freddy walking in and he's looking at the band. They're like, Freddy's dead. Like, Wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I think Freddy's well, dead Freddy. is probably the song that gets played most in the movie. And it's pretty much any time uh, Priest, who's the main character, Ron O'Neill is the actor. Anytime Priest is kind of like on his strut, just moving, moving yep. smooth through the through the world, that's when Freddie's Dead is playing. You can hear it; it's great. Russell, you try this. You try this later. If you put on that uh, uh, BG's Saturday Night Fever, if you put on that soundtrack and just walk around Cabin Two, you're going to see what we're talking about. That it's going to make you strut. It's going to improve that wife swap. So I think this is going to work out well. Junkie Chase, just listen to this. This is just pure seventies, isn't it? Here, yes. this is this is a fantastic song from a movie from the seventies. This this defines the genre, I think. And once again, sorry to dominate the conversation. Listen to that. Wawa. In the movie, Priest is literally chasing a junkie who owes him money. 
through the alleys of, you know, New York and this music is playing. It's perfect. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Have you guys, have you guys watched any black exploitation films besides Superfly? Like, have you seen Shaft? Shaft would be the only other one. Yeah. I'm telling you, watch the movie Coffee. It is unbelievable. Does the opening scene, you working at the Starbucks and like walking around drinking the <laughs> double mocha or whatever the extreme drink you got was? Oh, yeah. But I had like six of them and I thought I could was in the Matrix and I could see through space and time. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Kurt, give me your love. God, this is... So, Aaron, is this funk? Soul? I'm thinking, I'm thinking... I would say soul, but it's funky. It's on the one. If you guys look at, like, uh, who sampled who or genius or any of those things, Curtis Mayfield, like, needs all the credit in the world for all the people that are sampling him, right? Like, yeah, he gets sampled All a lot. these songs on here are just sampled a ton. A like, lot. There is so much of hip-hop music that wouldn't even exist without this album. Is, is yes. that, isn't that right, Aaron? Agree. I mean, yeah, I, I was thinking of Kanye who sampled... Uh, move on up but yeah i think i think the, all these grooves are so good and then this um the guitar work is so easy yeah. to sample that it's just it's just rife for somebody to take this and try to flip it into a beat rob before you move on i have to tell you i have to tell you something important that i thought about because i told you i was thinking about you about underwater sex give me your love what? is playing what? during the bathtub sex scene and it oh, is yes. steamy as shit it's Ron O'Neill, and then um, I don't remember the actress's name. The woman in the film, her, her name, her character's name is Georgia. They're just rolling around in the bathtub. It's the '70s. The camera is super up close, so there's like a lot of body parts that you wouldn't necessarily see on screen now. There's a lot of like gratuitous tongue action, but then like once in a while. Butt prints in the tub or no butt prints? Were there prints or no prints afterwards? There's a lot of butt squeezing, but no butt prints in the tub. Wait, but then, did you say butt like, because prints? Are we talking about the MTV Music Awards? Because like, I, I, this was I like, did have someone, Rob, text me and they asked, why were there prints in the tub? They want to know if your butt is dirty or why was there prints left no, in the like bottom of the tub? No, it like wore away the ceramic. I think it was there before. It wasn't me. <laughs> but once in a while, you get a, like an up-close shot of like some some soap bubbles on on priest's mustache which obviously they would have reshot if they had the they had the money but they're like ah fuck it let's roll it yeah and then like some close-ups of priest's chest hair it's uh it's worth a watch everybody i'm telling you. oh that's like i watched a bathroom <laughs> uh scene recently where there was the birthday hole okay and that's where i actually got the idea from so what if it was just priest in a birthday hole you're like ooh, bathtub scene <laughs> it's just him he gets okay <laughs> eddie you should know better Man, one of your sons is named Eddie. What do you think of this album so far? Uh, they, they spell it different, so it's not really not. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this album. Not spelled the right way. When is the last time you had to be the mean old daddy and say, Eddie, you should know better? I have not ever had to say that. He's a perfect kid. The love of my life or whatever. You know, the jewel of my eye. No, he's, yeah. he's actually kind of a whiny little brat right now. So yeah. all the time. <laughs> Six-year-olds. I mean, I don't know. He's got a lot of feelings. We're just helping him through all of his feelings. <laughs> Shove him down. Good dad. Shove him Good way dad. deep down. Put him in the Good birthday dad. hole. He expressed he expressed one feeling during 2021, and Matt's like too many feelings <laughs> in 2021. Hmm. Happy Get New out Year's. There and deflate my inflatables. What'd you just say to me, Eddie? Happy New Year's. Getting a little effusive. Time to shove those feelings <laughs> down. All right. No, no thing on me. Cocaine song. 
Oh, this I love this because listen to the lyrics. He's just talking like Marvin Gaye. I've met many people over the years. This was the one time I was going to ask Aaron about this. This was the one time where he wasn't singing in falsetto. It felt like every other part of the album he was singing falsetto. Aaron, what do you think of him as a singer? I think he is unmatched as a singer. He's he I and I've been trying to figure out. In fact, uh, I was my wife and I were talking about this this week when we heard it because every time she would hear it, it's like she's really she's not a wah wah pedal person. So typically. Any 70s music, like I love David Ruffin. If I play that in the house, she's like, yeah, he's good, but I don't dig on that like style. But this mm-hmm. one, she's always like, he's got such a nice voice. And so we talked about, is he doing falsetto? Is he mixing? Is that just his voice? And I think he actually does falsetto less frequently than we think, because that's kind of just where his voice is at. And he's like mixing down from the top, but it's really a special voice. There's really nothing else like it. And I think a lot mm-hmm. You guys know I think about D'Angelo like on a regular basis anyway, but I think I think definitely D'Angelo thinks a lot about it was listening a lot to Curtis Mayfield in my mind, um, as was Prince and D'Angelo was listening to Prince. So it makes sense. Uh, Speaking of cocaine, can somebody tell me why do people do cocaine? Am I missing out? Should I be doing cocaine to me? Anytime somebody is like doing cocaine, it it seems like they're stressed and they want to do stuff. That is the opposite of me. Thoughts? I think it's because if you if people leave like a little bit under their nose, like it demands respect. Like, you know, they've been doing drugs where yeah. everything else you can kind of cover it up. That one, you got it. You know it. Excuse me, sir. Is that, is that cocaine in your salt or is that a salt and pepper mustache? It's like salt and pepper. They don't even have that on cashews around here. I hate this damn store. Is that priest wears a little, he wears a necklace with a little onk amulet on the, on the necklace. And then he uses that to dip in and sample the cocaine. Like, so throughout the movie, he's just like oh, taking nice. a little snort here and there. And it's like, he's just like, we'll take a little snort. And then, but we actually had a conversation with one of our listeners about cocaine recently. uh, And, and he was like, it's fine. But like, as soon as you are coming down, you're like, this is terrible. I don't like, it's awful to come down. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's worth it. It's usually what I think as we're wrapping up these podcasts, I usually think, well, it was fun for a while. And then we're wrapping it up. I was like, well, maybe I feel like we're coming down for sure. Well, I hope your dad's feeling better, Aaron. All right. (laughs) Yes. This was, I thought, one of the most beautiful albums we've listened to in terms of like all the instruments involved. There's all these horns. The percussion is amazing. There's one of the songs I think earlier had, I think it was a triangle. It just sounded like yeah. someone was hitting one of those triangles, but I really enjoyed it. Matt, what do you think of all the, the instruments on this one? And is that a clarinet or what is that? I don't know what, I think it's an English I, horn, but I'm not sure. I think Matt. it's an oboe, isn't it? Doesn't it sound like an oboe? I would say this album is the best closing song we've heard since the aforementioned Purple Rain. This is the titular track, Aaron. Okay, it's a titular track right at the end. So smart. Put the titular track at the end. Superfly. Tease it and then get to the titular track. You get... Do you ever hear the titular track at the very end? Like, how do no. you ever hear this? Well, Purple Rain. Bye. <laughs> oh, there you go. These stupid soundtracks. No. Man, yes. you know, honestly... Now that you mention it, I know Prince was a Curtis Mayfield fan. He might have done that on purpose. Yeah. He might have been thinking about Superfly when he did Purple And what about his brother-in-law, Butt Prince? He's a Curtis Mayfield you up fan. Go back to my joke earlier. Unless I got edited out because I'm. I would call that one funk rap. I think that's more more funky than uh, the one we friend than uh, the one we talked about earlier. Give me that song. This this song I had stuck in my head all week. I was singing it all week at work. People are probably like, why does he keep singing weird, different, totally different genre songs every week? 
One thing I noticed on this song, I don't know, Rob, maybe you can go to the very beginning of the song. Maybe see if you guys heard the very intro to the song. Check this out. You hear that? That sounds like a weirdo to me. Yeah, it was a weirdo. It was a weirdo. Guys, you know what? You guys know I'm the music expert. My sister-in-law thinks I don't know anything. Turns out I know a lot of shit. Yes. And people have been texting me, and they want more weirdo on this podcast. So we're going to give it to them. We're going to finish this this album with a list on the greatest weirdo songs of all time. I can't wait. Weirdo. Okay, it's weirdo. I feel like it's all of our We've talked about the Weirdo before. We've done Gimme Shelter by the Stones, Stevie Wonder, Don't You Worry About a Thing, Anything Goes, Guns N' Roses, right on Marvin Gaye. We've talked about all those before. We're doing new Weirdo songs tonight. <laughs> new Weirdo. We're There's giving people the new Weirdo material here. Give this is the hottest Weirdo song of 2022. <laughs> Come to Beck Did It Better for all your Weirdo action. <laughs> You guys know I'm a big Weiro guy, a giant Weiro fan, a giant Weiro <laughs> fan. <laughs> wow, that's a giant Weiro. Thanks, Gilly Bibbs. I appreciate that. That was a giant Bee Gees, by the way. Gary Bibbs, I think it's called. <laughs> that's right. I think his name's Gary. Gary Bibbs. Bibbs. <laughs> you sound great, Gary Bibbs. But we're going with Gary. We're going with Barry Gibbs. He's our brother. So we're actually going to keep him in the band. Thanks for coming to the tryout. You were really close. If you guys remember, Rob took Muay Thai classes for a while and he did it, I believe, under the boardwalk. This is the Drifters oh, yes. under the boardwalk. Check out the Weiro at the beginning. Oh, you hear that Weiro? Yeah, it's, it's super Wiro. clean. It's really crisp. I thought it was yeah, fantastic. That's nice. So every time you think about a Weiro, just think about this is your penis. What? <laughs> it makes it more fun. I don't know if I agree with that. Sometimes I do that with different instruments on albums. It's actually quite fun. It would be much more fun if it made that sound when you when yeah. you did that, though, wouldn't it, Rob? Yeah, under the boardwalk. You just, you're walking on the boardwalk and you're like, "What's that noise?" <laughs> I, the next time on the list is tough because we've only talked about this artist once or twice, and the one time you guys made fun of him because he played with Rob Thomas. But this is Santana. Oye, como va? Check Bay this song represent. out. Yeah, San Francisco. Yes. That's a Wiro. He's yeah, hammering the Wiro. Yeah, it's in there. And again, think about it. It's kind of fun. The, where, where, does, where does Santana rank on the all-time Bay Area musicians, Aaron? All-time Bay Area? Is he on the I mean, Mount Rushmore? He's, he's, we're the Mount Rushmore no, Mount Rush Bay Rush Area Rush musicians. Oh, there. man, I don't know. I'm going to mess this up, but it's got to be... Uh, it's got to be... The, well, I can't do, like, one at a time. So it's got to be, uh, like, the Escovedo family. So Pete Escovedo and, and his daughter, Sheila E. Uh, it's oh. got to be Tower of Power. And Too then short? it's got to be short. and. E40. What about I mean, Metallica? I are they Bay Area? Metallica is Bay Area. They're San Jose. So, like, I don't know. Mount Rushmore is only four. That's tough. Because I think you got to put Tower of Power on there. Maybe you can, maybe E40 and Too Short can share one. And then, yeah, it's got to be the Escovedo family and Tower of Power and Metallica. That's it. I ooh, Only four is right. and have one more go at it. You spun around it now like four times. Have one more. Let's I know, say those I know. names again. <laughs> All right. Let's try All one right. more time. Matt, are you Googling feverishly right now? It's Pete Escamino and Sheila E. It's Tower of Power. It's too short in E40, and it's Metallica. That's <gasps> but look at here it comes is. a new challenger. <laughs> it is me, French Rafi. <laughs> He's not from the. What the hell? 
with apologies to Santana and every other Bay Area musician who I'm forgetting off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, next up on the list, this song is Tone Loke, Wild Thing. Check out the interlude where you hear the Weiro. Ooh, I didn't know there was a Weiro on this one. Oh, Oh, isn't that the oh, weirdo? Oh, yeah. That weirdo's so doing clever. a wild thing. You guys know the weirdo oh, voted so the birthday nice. I mean, look at that. Rob, I thought you would like that one. You know what I realized, though? No one refers to it as doing the wild thing anymore. Was this like an 80s thing? Like, do you ever, That's like, true. Rob, do you ever nudge the wife when you're in bed mm-hmm. and hope she wakes up and you're yeah. like, hey, I'm ready to do the wild thing? Well, I do say to her, I say, well, you know, this is what happens. When body starts slapping from doing the wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I need to say. I think the movie Major League, Charlie Sheen's character, I think wild thinged out the wild thing as a sex term. I think the wow. wild thing became a crazy pitcher instead of a sex term. You think Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen beat Tone Loke when it comes to wild hey, thing. foot freaks out there. We're going to do it right now. This next week, can you please, next time you're about to have sex, look at the person you're going to have. Okay, look him in the eye. <laughs> All right. And say, hey, you two, I was once like you and we're going to do the wild thing. All right. Let them know. You know, Russell, the problem in my sex life is I have recently run out of my bottle of a funky cold Medina that I used to have. So <laughs> That was supposed to be an aphrodisiac, right? That's true. Remember when Tone Loke was an actor, right? But every time you saw him in a movie, you'd be like, damn, that's Tone Loke. Because he'd always be like, oh, hey, let's talk to Harry, the gas station att- attendant. He'd be like. Hey, you two, what's up? I'm here at the gas station. <laughs> I was be like, damn, that's Tone Loke. I recognize that yeah. voice. Well, now no one will ever be able to listen to Tone Loke the same again. They're going to realize he is the master of the Weiro. I don't know if he played. I couldn't find the credits on it. So I don't know if he played it or not. Hey, Russell, this is me, Tone Loke. I just want to tell you, I did not play the Weiro. Next song on the list. This is one of our favorite artists that we've listened that to before. This is David Bowie. This is the man who sold the world. This was the song that got covered by Nirvana, I think, right? Yes. All right. You hear it in there? Yes. The Weiro sticks out. Yeah, the Weiro's right in there. I honestly, I never, I never knew this was a Bowie song. I always thought it was a Nirvana song. But it's not. It's a Bowie song. I am humbled. So good. God damn, Russell knows a lot about music. Last song yeah. on the list. Sometimes all I want to do is podcast with you. And so we're going to celebrate that by singing or listening to All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow. Check out the We Were on Sheryl Crow oh, song. Oh, one tune. You hear it? Yes. It's over on the right. It's on the right, Aaron. I'm listening. Also, is that a slide guitar or a steel guitar? Yes. It sounds like a slide, not a slide guitar. God, how many times did you hear this song? Like when you were like, oh, so many times, one million times. I was like, geez. So that one was played all the way out, and I still like it. And then she fucked Kid (laughs) Rock. Do 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 do. No, didn't she fuck Kid Rock? Or they just did the song? Could be right. They just did a song together, right? I put your picture away. She was with uh, Lance Armstrong. I, need, I thought, yeah, Lance Armstrong, the guy who took yeah. the steroids and rode the bicycles. Oh, right? that's right. <laughs> she did rode the bicycles. <laughs> rock. We better watch out. He sued a lot of people. We don't. We don't want to oh get involved God. in that. Lance, love- Lance Armstrong. Kid Rock killed yes. Kurt Cobain. I would love, bring it on, bring oh, on no. the uh, lawsuit. We need the publicity. We are too lazy to run our Instagram. Lance has a, a podcast now. We could cross promote maybe. 
Yeah, Whose podcast do you think is better, ours or his? Oh, ours, no doubt. Ours. We have eight testicles on our podcast. How many does he have? <laughs> huh? Below average, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you know the average Low number average. of testicles is what, below. Whatever, whatever number you thought, it's take one and take it one away. The it's less than it's yeah. one fewer I, than you thought. And I didn't forget about women. It, actually, it's okay, never mind. It's actually problematic this is like how a many really testicles are on this podcast. It's this is like a really point, important thing point. because the average is probably much different than the the mean, right, Aaron? Or the median. Yeah, I would say the mean and the oh. median are very different. In this the median case, of right? my testicles, that makes me think that Sticky Fingers album. Russell, that was a great <laughs> list. Features Moonlight Mile and Sway. <laughs> That's true. Aaron. Great double list, check Russell. that. Great list, Russell. I don't know. We may. I have already, I already know we're going to edit out Aaron. Aaron calling me out for calling him wrong on the music <laughs> stuff. No, I can't wait till this podcast is over. We can talk more about who the greatest uh, musicians are in the in the Bay Area. All right, <laughs> you asked. and you're not even going to include the Bay City Rollers. They're the Bay Area, aren't they? I don't think they're from. I think they're from Australia. Do you walk? D A Y nine I F U C K E D K I D R O C K Kid Rock. That's if the Bay City Roller guy fucked Kid Rock, that'd be the song he'd sing. Sly and the Family Stone, Jefferson Airplane, CCR, Sly No More, John Fogarty, Journey, Third Eye Blind. Ooh, Third Eye Blind. Huey Lewis in the news you missed, Aaron. Sly is the Steve only Miller one band. That we talked about them a few Doobie times. Brothers, yeah. I would put Huey Lewis up there. The problem is I got to kick Metallica off for Sly. I can't, you know what I mean? Billy Joe Armstrong. Aaron, you met him in person. Ooh, didn't you had like a, a dinner? I had a dinner in the same yeah. place as him. And that's weird because he... Hammer. Tupac is from the Bay Area, it says. We know Billy Joe went to high school with Neil Ross because of Green Day. He wasn't from there. Oh, you also missed a, a huge one. Uh-oh. MC Hammer, Bay Area for oh, sure. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, Pumps Hammer in the bump. Pumps in the bump. You can't <laughs> dispute Hammer's <laughs> influence, <laughs> but I would put Too Short an E40 on the Mount Rushmore <laughs> above <laughs> Hammer, and that's no that's no shots to Hammer, man. Oh, that's don't hurt him, Hammer. Come on, don't that's, do that's it. That's no shots. He's like Guys, major props to Hammer. It's time for the rating system. Did I play the sound clip already? Aaron, I think when I it did, comes right? to, to when it comes to Bay Area musicians. You can't touch this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the rating system. The rating system. You guys call it a rating system or a ranking system? Oh, it's a rating. We're not ranking these. We're rating them. I call it just waiting it out until I can go take a piss at the end of the podcast. Well, I'll tell you what. Matt in the fall, he's got a raking system. Gets all the leaves up. All right, so... Called a blower. Is this a rolling well-toned at 76? Okay, it's right where it should be. It's perfect. Okay, when we're thinking about what's the 76th best album, we think Superfly. Okay, right behind Kanye. This is the per- for, perfect place for it. We talk, call it Rolling Well-Toned. Did it get Rolling Boned? It should have been much lower on this list. We should have heard it already. Or is this a Rolling Grown? You know what? Didn't like this. Don't need the soundtrack. This before the uh, Bodyguard soundtrack? What's going on here? Okay, something seems wrong. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown? I seem to be losing my voice. I'll keep it really short. I'm going to say rolling well-toned. I think you I have absolutely a idea for you. Yeah. Do tell. It's a really short kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. I can't remember uh, what the name was in the joke originally. So I apologize. Mr. Small or very small. Very Mr. Small, very small. Very small. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just say, you know, I, I think you absolutely hear the influence that the music arrangements had on a lot of different genres moving forward. 
particularly adding in a couple of sets of percussions and, uh, you know, some of the orchestral stuff into kind of a funk jazz rock album. So I think it's, uh, you know, at 76, it seems like a good spot. So I'll say rolling well-toned. All right, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone or rolling grown? I think Curtis Mayfield as an artist is rolling boned on the list. I think he should have been higher. And we, I mean, we talked about voodoo so long ago, but I think about D'Angelo when I think about Curtis Mayfield and, uh, for the for Curtis and D'Angelo to be this far apart, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right for him to be this far below two Prince albums. Uh, I don't think it's right for him to be this far uh, below two Kanye albums. But I will say, I don't know if this is the right album from Curtis to have in this spot. I think his debut album, Curtis, has some bangers on it. Move on up. Uh, the Makings of You, which I think is one of the all-time great love songs. So I'm going to call this album itself Rolling Well-Toned. Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? Uh, Matt mentioned it earlier. I love the percussion on this. This might be the best percussion album we've listened to, or it's got to be up there from like all the different drums. What's that? I mean, I I would still put Love Supreme ahead, but that's a different But The point is, it's up there. It's It's up up there there with with all the things that were going on. The horns were awesome on this. I I love the song. Some of the... It felt a little um, repetitive to me. It felt like a lot of the songs were the same, and that might have been because the wah-wah pedal was just used nonstop throughout the whole album. But I really enjoyed it. I, I would listen to this again. I, I might have to go to the record store and buy more soundtracks if they're all as good as this one. So I'm going to say Rolling Well Toned. Guys, this gets a rolling popcorn. Ooh, didn't what? it sounded no. good on paper. This is a rolling. I'm going to edit that out. This is a rolling popcorn because this is the. I mean, this is going to the movies. This is watching a movie, hearing the soundtrack. You and now that Aaron tells us that it's all chronological, you can see it like all happening. You can you can kind of track the movie with your brain, even if you've never seen it. You can be sitting next to your best guy, Aaron. You know, you can be having some popcorn on your lap. Okay, he can reach in and say, "Wow, this popcorn bucket is so hot. It seems really hot." Uh, there's a lot of hot and is that flavor call on my hands? Uh, so that is what we get for this one. Next up. Okay. Matt, who's next? Who is next? No, 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 no. It's the who. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. But guess who? Oh, no. Yes. No. The band. Who? Who? No. Guess the band. The band. No, 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 no. Guess who? The Who is the band. The Who is the band. I don't know who the band is. No, who? no, no. The band is not the Who. This is Guess Who. <laughs> I, I, Rob, uh, I don't know. Yes? <laughs> what was the other one we had to get out of this bit? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> the band. Yes, There's who. no way out yes. of the Who. You're yes. lost you guys might have single-handedly just ruined improv comedy right there. <laughs> Next up, it's an Owl's favorite album, Who... Who's next? Aaron, I don't do any research for the album we're talking about. <laughs> much less the one that might be Who's next? If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track, I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Target price check in the record section. Price check on Superfly by Curtis Mayfield Me Up. My name's Aaron the Greeter, and I'm looking for someone to Curtis Mayfield Me Up. I don't need a birthday whole. I just need a birthday half. 
It's not that big. <laughs> Very I small. Gonna put a, I thought you were thinking <laughs> of putting a birthday bar in that popcorn box. Very short. <laughs> Seriously though, can you like when you buy condoms? It's already Lost. embarrassing enough. Like yeah. you gotta check out and they check you out. Can you imagine if you roll up with like the super small and it's already open and you're like, well, I'm just gonna pay for these once I'm done. <laughs> pay for the one I already used back in the back. And I sh- and I should get it for free because it's my birthday. <laughs> and they're like, you're having sex in the back. You're like, no, I was just trying on the condoms. No. and I thought I should pay for the one I opened. Oh, no. Oh, so you never jacked off in a condom to see what it's like and then realize it's really not that great. <laughs> Occasionally I think occasionally I think I can tell my friends about this podcast 